You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. I'm Smiley the dog. I am a mutt. I'm Smiley the dog. I'm super smiley. I have a cat too sweet to travel kitty. I have a big girlfriend. Angel's really pretty. I have a pony. We share a big horse. We have a big yard. Yeah, we have to, of course. I have a pool. In the summer, I stay cool. We have a fountain. Live in the mountain. Live high on the hump. Need to be a spokes dog. I'm Smiley the dog. I am a mutt. I'm Smiley the dog. I'm super smiley. Woof and Super Smiles. Welcome to a Super Smiley adventure on Pet Life Radio, the largest pet podcasting and Wi-Fi network in the world. I'm Megan Blake, and as always, I'm here with Smiley, my giant mutt and spokes dog for throwaways. And today we have a very, very special guest with us, the wonderful actress and animal advocate, spokesperson for Best Friends Puppies Aren't Products campaign, star of the thriller independent film The Caller, and one of the stars of the upcoming brand new CBS drama, A Gifted Man, Rochelle Lefebvre. Hi, Rochelle. Hi. Rochelle, we are so excited that you're here, and we want to hear all about your new series, your dog Jack, and the very special Best Friend Strut Your Mutt that's coming up. But first, we're going to take a quick commercial break, and we'll be right back with star of big screen and television, Rochelle Lefebvre. Smiley, can you wait? Good boy. Sit. Stay. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. I'm Smiley the dog. I'm Super Smiley. Must rock. Buster. You're telling me my dog food products can't go on your shelves? That's right. Didn't pass one of my Petco certified nutrition checklists. Sorry, Wayne. Who made these checklists? Geniuses. Very smart guys. Well, it's good enough for most grocery stores. Do you see cheese puffs on my shelves? Mayonnaise? Soda pop? No. That's because I ain't running no grocery store, Wayne. Your pets will get better nutrition. I guarantee it. Petco. Where healthy pets go. Enter the code LUCKY10. L-U-C-K-Y, the number 10, and get 10% off any order. No minimum at Petco.com. How would you like your business to reach out and invite in our audience? We have a brand new trademark concept called InfoSeeds. InfoSeeds are short 20-second seeds of information about your place of business, practice, or service. Is the best, most cost-effective way to invite us in. We only have a limited number of slots left. For more information, visit the website. PetLifeRadio.com Click on Sponsorship Information. There you can listen to a sample of InfoSeed. Remember, only a limited number of opportunities are available. Love My Pets, the new single by Mark Winter, available on iTunes. Coast to coast and around the world, it's All Behave with Arden Moore. Find out why cats and dogs do the things they do and get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get great tail-wagging pet tips and have a fur-flying fun time. All behave with America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Every week on demand, this is the place for a special paparazzi treat, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. 
we're back on a super smiley adventure with our very special guest today, Rochelle Lefebvre, wonderful actress and great animal advocate. Welcome, Rochelle. Hi, thank you so much. Oh, we're really, really happy that you're here. And first, we want to hear all about your new show. And you are calling us from the set. It's a new television series, A Gifted Man. Thank you so much for taking your break with us. So tell us about it. It's a new show. It's on CBS, and uh, we premiere September 23rd. It's uh, Fridays at 8. It stars Patrick Wilson as a uh, a very gifted uh, neurosurgeon who has his life forever altered when he gets visited from his ex-wife who is actually uh, has passed on and is now visiting him. And through her, he ends up working with a free clinic in New York City that's about 10 blocks away from his fancy neurosurgery center. And it's really a look at how he changes through the medicine, through through practicing, you know, both the kind of advanced neurosurgery he practices and really getting to see, you know, what medicine is like on the ground floor at a free clinic and his interactions with the people there. And it's really a medical show, but it's also about his own personal journey. And you said his wife has passed on. So is it kind of a, does it have a supernatural slant to it as well? It does. One of the things that I love about the show that makes it really different, I think, is is it has this sort of supernatural element, but it's not treated as as kind of a, you know, it's not treated as a supernatural, um, otherworldly type thing. It, it just plays on the fact that we don't really know what happens after a person dies. And the idea that he could be communicating with her in some way is something that, you know, it hasn't been proven that that's impossible. And he doesn't readily accept it either. He also wrestles with it. So it's not, uh, it's not like a ghost story. It's really about a man who's sort of getting messages from somewhere and is trying to figure out exactly how and exactly why and exactly what he's supposed to be learning from these visits he gets from her. That is very, very cool because I know in our own lives when we have someone pass on, we do still feel connected with them and we want to believe that they're there kind of guiding us and helping us. So I think a lot of people will relate to this theme. This is really cool. And um, what about your role? What do you play on the show? Well, so I uh, I actually come in in the third episode. Um, the first couple episodes are really, really great for establishing the relationship about who Patrick is and establishing the relationship he has with his ex-wife, played by Jennifer Ely. And then I come in in the third episode to run the free clinic that he, uh, that he ends up going back and forth uh, helping out at. It was his ex-wife uh, who was running the clinic, and now that she's gone, someone else has to take over. And we kind of bought heads in the beginning, but we find a way to, to work together and end up learning a lot from each other. Wow, this sounds like a really good series and a really great role for you as well. And so tell us again the premiere date so we all make sure we catch it. <laughs> Thank you. It's Friday, September 23rd at 8 p.m. on CBS. Very cool. And then the third weekend is when, when your character appears, right? Yes, I'm in the side start in the third episode, but then I'm a regular. I'm in every episode. So. Wonderful, wonderful. We all love your acting, and you are just so beautiful, and you're an animal advocate. Oh. Smiley, <laughs> Smiley is totally smiling over here. I was in New York City a while ago, and I saw your pictures on buses and in Times Square. It just seemed like you were every place speaking for the animals. It was for best friends for their Puppies Aren't Products campaign, right? Yeah, I've... Uh, I've been working with them for a while now, and um, and that campaign was really important to me because I got to do it. You know, when we shot those billboards, I got to shoot it with my rescue dog, Honey, who has since passed on. She was really sick, but she absolutely changed my life, and the experience that I had of 
of rescuing her and learning more about, you know, the, the homeless pets, not just in Los Angeles where I had moved to, but really all over America. And of course, I'm learning about it in my native Canada as well. And just the, the really dire situation of 5 million animals being euthanized unnecessarily every year. And so when Best Friends approached me and asked me if I would, you know, help lend a voice to the cause of, of no more homeless pets and getting people to adopt, I really had just had Honey come into my life. And it was really a way of paying tribute to her and, and all the love that she brought into, into my home. Right. Animals do bring us so much. And you you did such an amazing job with that campaign because now puppy mills, this is a term that people know. But before that, many people didn't even know what a puppy mill was. And just through education, this is how people learn to change their behaviors, right? Definitely. I mean, people just have so many, you know, I myself as well um, had so many misconceptions about where the dogs in the pet stores were coming from and didn't really understand the term breeder. I thought that I did, but, you know, I didn't know about, you know, people being able to, depending on the state you're in, but basically being able to, you know, chain up dogs in your backyard, in their backyards and breed them over and over and over again, you know, and then have the puppies live in these horrible conditions of cages or boxes with food and water, you know, just kind of thrown around just to to get them to live long enough basically to ship them off to some pet store, which is the reality of what a puppy mill is and what the word breeder sometimes means. You know, and I thought that it always meant that you, if you had a permit, that meant you must be doing something wonderful for the animals, treating them well, respecting the breed. and, And that just isn't the case. So the education is so important. Very, very well said. And now there's a huge National Best Friends event coming up. Strut your mutt. I am so excited about all the struts coming up. Tell us about this. Well, I love this event because, you know, obviously a lot of the things that we talk about in the animal community, a lot of things we talk about are, you know, unfortunately there's a lot of negative statistics. There's a lot of things that can sound discouraging and it can feel sometimes really insurmountable. And 5 million is such a huge number in terms of, you know, trying not to have uh, animals euthanized and trying to get them off the street. But when you come to an event like this, you see the hope you see that you believe that it's going to be possible because it's it's fun it's everybody who cares about it going out to celebrate the animals and to celebrate the positive work that has been done the progress that has been made and everybody is raising money to continue and forward the cause and every city raises money for the local shelters that are affiliated with best friends and so it's just a animal celebration and it's full of the cutest the cutest dogs you've ever seen so that's I have a soft spot for the adorable factor. So that's always my favorite bit. Absolutely. I was at the strut in Los Angeles last year. It was my very first strut. And before that, when I got there, it seemed like there were hundreds of dogs there. I don't know if there were, but they were all over and they were smiling. We started on the beach in Santa Monica and we walked over the the Pacific Coast Highway and could see the ocean and all the dogs are just trotting around. It was so exhilarating just to be with all of those rescue dogs and with their happy people. The dogs make us happy, right? (laughs) Absolutely. And the services are great too because, you know, I actually like... I like to shop for my dog, you know, I don't dress him, but I certainly have a little raincoat for him now that I'm in New York or, you know, a new leash every now and then, depending on the season or the mood. It's, you know, they're like 
kids sometimes. It's fun to get them stuff. And so I like my favorite part is uh, is the booths afterwards where they have pet shops set up booths and you can get fun stuff for your dog. There's also trainers there so you can get training advice if you're having trouble getting your dog to sit or stay or you know, he's eating your shoes or, you know, lots of free advice and, um, and just great resources. So it's fun and it's a chance to just really, you know, every aspect of the community is, uh, is there to support each other. Right. So it's not just a walk. It's like a little fair where people can go, like you said, get information. And which city will you be in for the Strat, Rochelle? That's, that's a great word. It is a dog fair. And I'm going to the one, uh, I'm going to the one in New York City. And it's uh, September 25th. And starts 9 a.m. and it starts at the uh, Hudson River Park Pier 84. Okay, very, very cool. That way people can come and join in the activities. And you have your little dog. His name is Jack, right? Yes, I'm going to well, be walking with Jack. Yay! I was going to ask, will Jack be strutting with you? That is so fun. <laughs> and I, <laughs> I definitely want to hear more about Jack, but right now, Smiley's telling me it's time for another commercial break and we'll be right back to hear more about Jack. Smiley, wait. Good boy. Sit. Stay. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. I'm Smiley I'm Super Smiley. Let's Love your pets but wish their medications were a lot less expensive? They are at 1-800-PET-MEDS. You'll not only save on flea and heartworm medications, but on prescriptions for arthritis, incontinence, thyroid, and more. And you get fast service, free shipping, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Plus, our licensed pharmacists ensure accuracy, monitor drug interaction, and more. See why over 5 million people have trusted their pet's health to 1-800-PET-MEDS, America's largest pet pharmacy. Call now or order online. Go to 1-800-PetMeds.com forward slash adventure, A-D-V-E-N-T-U-R-E to get 10% off any order and free shipping on orders of $39 or more at PetMeds.com. I don't make any decisions about who to hire without going to Angie's List first. You'll find reviews on home repair to healthcare written by people just like you. With Angie's List, I know who to call and I know the results will be fantastic. Angie's List. Which you can trust. Go to Angie'sList.com forward slash super and get 25% off any subscription. That's Angie'sList.com forward slash super. S-U-P-E-R. How would you like your business to reach out and invite in our audience? We have a brand new trademark concept called Info Seeds. Info Seeds are short 20-second seeds of information about your place of business, practice, or service. We only have a limited number of slots left. For more information, visit PetLifeRadio.com. Click on Sponsorship Information. There you can listen to a sample of Info Seed or email us at PetLifeRadio.com. Remember, only a limited number of opportunities are available. Hey guys, this is Skyler Samuel. Hi, this is Rochelle Seth from the Twilight franchise. Hey, what's going on? It's Tyler James Williams from Everybody Needs Chris. Hey guys, it's Caroline Sunshine from the new movie Marmaduke. You are listening to the amazing, unstoppable Christian Powers. Pets Rock. Pets Rock. Pets Rock. Pets Rock. Pets Rock on Pet Life Radio. Hey everyone, this is Kristen Powers of Pets Rock at Pet Life Radio. We'll see you next time. Every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's go. 
Let's Talk Pets. Let's Talk Pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. And we're back on a super smiley adventure. I'm Megan Blake with our super awesome guest, actress and animal advocate, Rochelle Lefebvre. Rochelle, Angel and Smiley and All My Animals Are Rescues. They each have amazing stories of survival. Tell us about Jack. You know, the thing that always amazes me about Jack is since I got him a couple of years ago, I have not stopped getting the question on the street of like, where did you get your dog? Or what kind of dog is that? You know, he's just so cute and he has the best personality. and, And people ask me about him all the time. And my answer is always the same. I just smile and I say, available at any shelter near you. Um, because, right, because, you know, he's a, I don't know what he is, the vet's not even sure. I mean, I'm pretty sure he's like a miniature poodle, terrier, bichon, kind of, you know, he's a little white dog. Um, (laughs) And, but he just, I mean, he's so special and you never would think that he had any kind of a story. You'd think that, you know, I just, he came into my life as a puppy and, and there we are walking down the street together now. But as it turns out, I got him at a shelter in East Los Angeles and he was five days away from being euthanized oh. he was brought in as a stray and uh and you know you don't really know if that's true or not because you can just drop your dog off and say it's a stray and they don't really know if you're telling the truth so that was a really tragic moment I'm sure in his life where he was just dropped off at this shelter and and then he was um there was some interest in people who said they were going to adopt him and then they never came back for him so he kind of I think had a, a little bit of a fostering experience and then ended up back in the shelter And because he had been there for five weeks, he was going to be euthanized at the end of the week. And I played with him a little and I just, I had to take him home. And the thing that amazes me too is, you know, you'd never imagine that he would be put through something like that as adorable as he is and as well behaved. But, um, but he was a different dog even two weeks after I got him. I mean, at the shelter, he was shy and scared. And even when I played with him, he was very nervous. But there was just something about him. I just knew he was so sweet. And, you know, within a few days of being at at my house and and even a couple of weeks later, he was a different dog. He was chasing tennis balls and running and (laughs) hugging everybody. He jumps on your lap. He's kissing. He's like the most adorable personality. And, um, And so people don't realize also when they adopt a dog that, the dog in the shelter is, of course, going to be nervous. Of course, they're going to be shy. And you don't have to go to a pet store to get a dog with a good personality. They all have good personalities. They just need to feel safe in a home and feel loved. And then, like people, that's where they blossom. That's right. That's so perfect, the way you described all of that. Yes, they blossom. They feel comfortable. And you mentioned when you saw him, you just had to take him home. With my animals, to getting them at shelters, it seems like there's an energetic connection, and you just know that is my animal. That's the one that's meant to be with me and to be my next, my new best friend for the next 10 years or whatever. Do you agree with that? I completely agree with that. And I'm so glad that you said that because one of the things that I hear a lot that breaks my heart is people who, and I, I completely understand the sentiment, but people say, you know, they, they can't get their dog at a shelter because they can't go into the shelter. It's too depressing for them. It's too, you know, it's too sad. And I always have two answers for that. The first one is that there are many adoption agencies 
a lot of them run out of probably your local pet store where on Sundays or things like that on the weekends they have adoptions where they go to the shelters and they get the, the dogs that they think are the most adoptable. And so the first thing is to adopt. You don't have to go to a local shelter if you're not comfortable. There's plenty of other agencies. But the other thing that I always point out is it is upsetting in there. And that's, of course, why we do the work we do. But there is that connection. You go into a place that at first seems really sad, and then you start looking at the dogs and you start meeting them individually. And when you get that connection with a dog, you realize that if you hadn't gone in there, you would never have had that connection. And saving even one life, even taking just one life, one dog, one animal out of the shelter, when you leave, the amount of good, positive energy and the amount of change that you have put into the world is so overpowering any of the negative or the sad things. You've literally changed a life. And so I always encourage people to go and see what that connection feels like because there's really nothing like it. Absolutely. And and when you know, when you look at that dog in their eyes, you will know that that is your dog. That's what I've always experienced. Did you you experience that with Jack as well, right? Oh, absolutely. And Jack (laughs) was the first dog. When I walked in, he was the first dog that I really connected with that I really like. I looked him in the eyes and he looked at me. And I, of course, wanted to tour the rest of the shelter. I was also looking at the facility just to learn from my own education. And so I continued walking around and I saw dogs that were so cute and so beautiful and adorable. And I'm sure that I would have been very happy with them in my home, but I couldn't stop thinking about Jack. I just couldn't. (laughs) And um, we got to the end of the the rows of, of, I'd seen all the dogs and I just said, I have to, I have to go back. I have to go back. And I ran, I literally ran through the shelter back to where he was to find him because I just couldn't stop thinking about him. I just, I just knew he was my buddy. He was my bestie. I went and I, I took him and I was like, that's it, buddy. You and me, we're going home. I totally get it. When I got Smiley, I had met him and I knew he was the right dog for me, but he was on a hold because his owner had abandoned him, but he was chip microchipped, but the owner and relinquish ownership. So what that means Uh, is that the dog has to wait for a hold period. And here in LA at that time, it was 28 days. So I visited Smiley every day. And then the day he was going to be able to be adopted, I literally camped out. I got there at like seven in the morning, like some groupie at a rock concert. It was crazy. And I was like, nobody's going to get this dog. (laughs) Oh my God, you're totally going to make me cry, by the way. (laughs) You understand, you understand. And there were people coming up and I was getting all nervous. My heart was pounding. And I had learned what I needed to do was you have to get the paper and put it in an employee's hand. And I ran to that paper and I'm running to find somebody. I stuff it in their hand. I'm like, okay, 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 he's mine. So I know you understand, don't you? When you make that connection. Oh, I, I totally understand. I mean, I was not leaving there without Jack. And if I'd had to go back every day to visit him, I would have. It was just, you know, yeah, it's, it's something something happens where, where you just know. Yeah. Yes. You just know. Well, I know Jack's going to have so much fun strutting with his person in New York City. And we mentioned that the Strut Your Mutt is truly a national event. There will be struts all across the country in L.A., New York, and in other communities as well. And um, Michelle, I don't know if you know this, but Smiley and I are going to be in Jacksonville, Florida at their strut. And we're, we're so excited. This one's presented, obviously, by Best Friends and also with the Friends of Jacksonville Animals, which is a group that does amazing, amazing work. There And at that event, Smiley and I are going to be bringing the Super Smiley Flash Mob for pet adoption. And everyone's invited to come dance with us and to raise that energy for pet adoption. And Rochelle, isn't it amazing how so many communities come together across the country for these animals? 
I love it. It absolutely, it's the kind of thing that, that really, really gives me hope. You know, um, there's been a lot going on, obviously, around the world. And, and you know, in the news, you hear all the time about things, you know, failing economies and countries in turmoil. And, and there's a lot that I think sometimes, I don't know about other people, but I sometimes feel a little, a little overwhelmed. And I feel like, what can I do to make things better. And I realized that the way that we treat our animals and the relationship that we have with our animals really does change who we are as people. And it really does make a difference in terms of how we feel about ourselves and how we feel about the world that we live in. You know, it's a really special relationship. It's hard to explain. And, and having Jack in my life just kind of makes me feel better about the world. I don't know how to say it except for that. It's just a no. really good feeling. And, and, um, and so, yeah, so people coming out for these events and sharing that feeling and talking about treating animals properly, it just gives me hope for, you know, it sounds dramatic, but it gives me hope for civilization, basically. I completely agree with you. Animals lead us on great adventures and inner journeys. Just tell us, where's Jack taken you? What has he taught you that you can share with us? You know, the thing that I've learned most about Jack actually is just to enjoy life. And that sounds so simple, but we forget. I forget. I get so busy. And sometimes I feel like my to-do list in the back of my head sort of is like, you know, starts to feel oppressive and I'm busy and um, I get caught up in the small things and I really forget to enjoy. And, um, and my dog Jack has a congenital heart defect and he's on medication and I'm not exactly sure what his uh, life expectancy will be. But I always say he doesn't know he's sick, so please don't tell him. He is just every, every single day. He is just so happy to wake up in the morning and, you know, like I said, chase a tennis ball. He gets more joy out of that than I think I've ever gotten out of anything. And going on a walk and meeting new people and jumping on new people's laps and giving them kisses. And just, like he's just so happy to be alive no matter what is going on. Every day it's the same. Every day he's happy just to wake up. And having that reminder in my life every day has really just changed me from the inside. Absolutely. Rochelle Lefebvre, thank you so much for being with us on a Super Smiley Adventure. And have a wonderful, wonderful time with Jack on your strut. And good luck on your new series. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And I just want to say to anybody who wants to join me or you want to join anyone and all across the state, all across America, actually, you can go to strutyourmutt.org and uh, find your city and I really hope people are going to come and join me in New York I'd love that too everybody go strut with Rochelle okay, <laughs> bye 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 thank bye. you bye that was so much fun having her on our show and Best Friends presents Strut Your Mutt as a national event and this year 134 rescue organizations are involved there are going to be 2,000 participants in LA 1,500 in New York and 1,000 across the country their goal is to raise $500,000 for rescues during these events and this year there's also a virtual strut yes so to everyone listening if there isn't a Strut Your Mutt near you or you can't get out you can still participate and donate all the information is at strutyourmutt.org super possum and to everyone who'll be at the jacksonville strut your mutt smiley and i will be there as their celebrity pet ambassadors and we'll be doing the super smiley flash mob for pet adoption we invite everyone to come dance with us for rescue and adoption you can learn the choreography ahead of time and see some of our flash mobs at supersmileyflashmob.com. But if you don't have time to do that, don't worry because we'll be teaching it right there on the spot. And before we go, Smiley and I want to give a big shout out to Toyota's Pet Safety Initiative. Buckle up, harness up, and enjoy your adventure. 
And to Rochelle Lefebvre, we wish you the best of luck on your new series, A Gifted Man, and have fun strutting your mutt in New York City. And Smiley says to everybody, strut your mutt with pride. Until next time, woof and super smiles. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.